as if some robot is telling me I can't do anything. It's not easy to go an extended period of time without any sexual release. Think of you now. This retreat is to help you gain deeper emotional connections. These blue balls are all fine. We'll find out. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. I've taken advantage of lockdown. I have my handlebar moustache and I'm ready to go for a bit of too hot to handle. Now, where do you want to start today? I think there's only one place we can start, Dave, and that is with the guy who I endorsed yesterday. I am taking that endorsement <laughs> back. Chris's <laughs> fucking judgment of characters was completely off. Harry, the Aussie, is a fucking cock, Dave. That's all I can say. Disgusting <laughs> in this episode. I mean, there's a lot to talk around him, isn't there, and and Francesca. And basically, you know, uh, the quickest on this series where we've seen someone snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, God. How bad was that, though, Dave? Well, I guess, you know, to start off with, you know, everyone's waking up. Everyone's a bit grumpy at at last night's news that they found out they've got to, you know, not have any kind of sexual release, no kissing, no nothing. And Harry and Francesca got quickly cock-blocked there. But, you know, they were clearly kind of toying with the idea and then they went in for the kiss. Yeah, and they went for the kiss and then he just said to her, you know what, we may as well fuck as well while we're at it. I mean, (laughs) bizarre chat up line. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Chris? We are never going to live the lives of these promiscuous fucking Instagram famous models, you know, and I just, my jaw was on the floor when he said that. It's like, really? Like, is that is that how you chat people up? He's like, you know, should we, I think we should have sex. And yeah. it's, <laughs> after the first kiss, I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> the set of kahunas on him. Uh, it must be huge. It must be bigger than boyfriend Cahoon is. Well, <laughs> well let, me, let me just jump in there quickly, Dave. I did a little research on my good friend, Harry. And you know when he said, I've got boyfriend dick? You know why he said it, the fucking uh, smart ass Is he has a clothing range that he brought out a long time ago called boyfriend dick. So that's where that's come from, Dave. So he's obviously uh... trying to get that. The smart ass, knowing it's on Netflix, and if he becomes popular, that he could say, now wrong with it. You've got a you know bit of uh, entrepreneurial skills there, but that's exactly why he said it. So I was like, "You're not such a dickhead. You're not such a nice guy. <laughs> you are a dickhead." So um, yeah, I, I just thought his whole attitude towards her was completely wrong. However. That went from 10 to about 160 afterwards, Dave. It literally <laughs> went up because of his bullshit he was spinning. I mean, what did you think of all that stuff? I thought it was great TV, but oh my God. <laughs> I mean, initially, well, I think it's Francesca, you know, initially kind of has a bit of a chat with with Haley, And Harry can kind of realize he can recognize she's not going to keep her mouth shut about this. So he goes and confesses to the boys. Now, in that moment, I thought he was just a bit nervous. And so when he says, like, she kissed him, I just felt he, he was he, he was just trying to do damage limitation. And he was trying to make himself out to, you know, not be such a massive dick. Um, but when it gets to the big group setting, so Lana, uh, the little talking air freshener, you know, gets everyone into the, I don't know, living room or what have you, and says there's been a breach. And then it all kind of comes out. And Kells is the one, isn't he? He's forcing the issue. He's like, 
you know, who initiated it? And then it all kind of comes out. And, and then he just, the trouble is, rather than just saying, and holding his hands up and saying, look, to be honest, it was me. I don't know why I said it the other way. Rather than just being honest like that, he just keeps perpetuating this myth that Francesca's gone and smacked it on him. And I'm sorry, but he just came across like a massive tool in that in that see that whole scene which seemed to just escalate and escalate yeah and and i'll be completely honest dave i really thought he was a complete cop you're right tool is 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 probably too lightweight you're right he's a cop and what was what was bad is anybody if you we've all done it we've all told a white lie or we've all spun a story and then you think oh shit i can't take that back now you know like because you we've all done it nobody here in listening or anything can can completely say they've never done this sort of thing but I'd, th- I'd hope to think as I've got older, if I've done this sort of thing, I can turn around and go, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was being a cock. I just, my mouth got away with me, which I do say a lot, Dave, with my mouth. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you know, I can cringe at stuff I've said when I was younger. I get that. It can be an age thing. But what makes it worse is Francesca's getting pelters from everybody. Nobody's believing him. Nobody's believing him. Everyone's going, well, Harry's a great guy. I don't believe Francesca, the bitch. And it's like, she did nothing wrong. And no matter who she protested to, everybody sort of ganged up on it. And I'll be, I was a bit uncomfortable because it was almost bordering on bullying, I thought, Dave, because the girl was really, really on the edge. And it was a mutual thing. But because he'd lost the money thinking he was smart, I, I was like, you wanker. And he never once stepped in. Even when she said, you're lying, yeah. he just sat there like dead smug. And I'm thinking, you're a prick, mate, an absolute prick. So I, I, I have no love loss for him. He's off my list now, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> the old Chris Phelps 180 or 520 <laughs> as... Uh... As Tommy would say, Tommy Fury. Um, so I read that scene a little bit differently because everyone was kind of, again, tensions were escalating, you know, and, and it was Kells. And, and like I say, I quite like him. You know, he's, he seems the one who's, who's actually a bit, he's got some common sense about him. Um, but I think it was more Haley. I, I think it was her, like, arguing on Francesca's behalf who was escalating it. So, you know, and the more she would push back and get nasty biting back at everyone, everyone would was kind of attacking her back. And that, <clears throat> that was what escalated it for me. I, I didn't really, I didn't pick up on that they were kind of being a bit, you know, a bit bullying to Francesca. It's funny, actually, because you mentioned Haley, Dave, and I'd also think Haley, as much as she may have been sticking up for it, She's a goddamn psycho. Let, let's be honest. She will rip your balls off if you get in the way of that girl. She went <laughs> big time and Rhonda had to step in and go, you're just plain rude. And they had a bit of a tete-a-tete. She's like, I just want to say, I say what I think. And I'm thinking, but you didn't really articulate very well. You, you come across proper nasty. You know what I mean? So I, I think Rhonda was right there. I think Haley's intentions were good, but it just didn't come out right. Whether it was just because she just lost her head sort of thing, I don't know. But again, Dave... Fucking great TV. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was brilliant. And we were talking yesterday, weren't we, about, you know, what what are the rules? Is, you know, a slight indiscretion, you know, is that a different price from going all the way or, you know, a bit of self-gratification? Is that cheaper? You know, and we find out that a kiss, apparently, is three grand. Now, that no. is a fucking expensive kiss, to be fair, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 
It is. And and you you know what? I, I, I've been reflecting on what I said in yesterday's episode about the love thing and you were pissing yourself going, fucking love. And I, <laughs> now, I've got another slant. I think, I think I don't know what was going on, but I, I think you were right. And, and at the more I reflect on it, the more I think the concept of the show, which I find great that we haven't really... We're sort of picking crumbs up, aren't we, as we watch it, which I find really good. We Luckily, we haven't got a presenter, you know what I mean, on there yeah. telling us. I think I like this idea that it's a new show. We have to find it out for ourselves what's going to happen. And that, that's what I'm, I'm sort of quite engrossed in, to be honest, is it's basically going to show that every single person in this villa is a selfish wanker. It doesn't matter who you are. At some point when they're tempted, they're all just going to go, ah, fuck everyone else. And I think that's probably what the social experiment is as a show, to be honest, how selfish people are. And that's what I'm getting the vibes of. I think I was wrong yesterday in my sort of um, assessment of it. But anyway, fucking great reality (laughs) TV. Well, I think, uh, so, like I say, Kells seems to be pragmatic. You know, he's definitely focused on the money. He's been labelled the accountant. I was quite surprised how quickly uh, Matthew, you know, the Jesus character, the surfer dude, he came off a bit better in this episode, I think. And he, he was sort of having a bit of a laugh, bit of a uh, bit of flirting with Lana as well. And I, I at the moment, he, I, I thought he came off better than yesterday when he, you know, he was going on about, oh, he doesn't understand monogamy and all that sort of stuff. So those two seem to be the ones that are a bit more bought into the concept straight off the bat. Um, but we'll see. I, I think Matthew, I don't think he'll stand up to being tested, to be honest. Whereas Kel's on the face of it right now, I, I think he might be. Yeah. But um, what what do you what do you make of that? Chris, do, do you think everyone or are there certain characters jumping out at you at the minute? I think usually with something like this, your spidey sense of reality stuff comes on. But when people start being a bit off and a bit nasty, that's what I love about these shows because it the mask drops of this, you know, like you, I always say, yeah. I've played it loads of times on the Love Island cast. He's the old big brother. Oh, first night, everyone is so lovely. Oh, these are going to be friends for life. Give it 24 hours. I was like, <laughs> you fucking bastard. I want to <laughs> knock you out or you know what I mean? So... I think so far, I'm not liking Harry. I've completely 180. Chris felt special. I've gone off him. I think you're about Matthew. I took the piss out of his clothes in that yesterday. It was just purely a bit of fun. Uh, he, he seems like he's quite level-headed. Kells, again, great woke. I don't mind uh, Sharon and Rhonda, to be honest. Yeah. I think there's something yeah, there. Yeah. They, look, they look pretty tidy, pretty sweet. Um, I think I'm still not sure about Chloe. Even though she's from the UK, I, I just think there's something a bit snide about her. And I don't feel David at all. He looks like a million dollars, but he just I just can't take to him at the moment. Um, Francesca, <laughs> not sure. But Dave, we got a kiss at the end. The kiss we saw at the end of the first show. And I was like, oh, no, I've got to wait another 24 hours. But Francesca and Hayley went for it, didn't they? And, and it did look a bit false to me. I must admit, I wasn't. Not false, but it just, I don't know. I can't work out whether it was just a shock factor or not. We'll have to see if they end up as a couple, but they went for it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And there's no Lana in this house, to tell you. No, well, I, I was thinking that every time you said Lana, thinking you're talking about The Bachelor, aren't you? But... No, it's the little talking air freshener, isn't it? Oh, right. I'm, I'm looking on the cast here going. <laughs> that's what that's what they call it. I don't know what it stands for. Um <laughs> I'm a dickhead, right? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. 
going up and down the cast real here as we're talking, going, who the fuck's Lana? And you mentioned it before. And I'm like, I've just lost it, Dave, completely. <laughs> it's like me, we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why do they keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought it was a crossover with your Bachelor Banter podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, no, I, yeah, they, again, they, they strike me a little bit like the Mean Girls or something, Hayley and Francesca. You know, they've very quickly developed that clique and they've separated themselves out from the group. And then they basically said, well, let's cost them more money. You know, no one else will know. And uh, yeah, got it on. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that one goes. You know, see see what happens. I'll have a very close eye on that, Dave. I must... <laughs> no, no, I'll, no, I'll be watching very, very closely and um, <laughs> hoping that they, they really push the boat out and cost them a bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> What, you're going to send the check over for what the difference is? <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it, we'll see where that one goes because, you know, only them two know. And, you know, is the talking air freshener going to throw them under the bus or, or what? You know, so it's going to be interesting where that kind of goes, I think. But you mentioned about David and Chloe. I think David looks like he's, he's like a cross between the Hobbit and Harry Potter, isn't he? <laughs> you know, yeah, he looks yeah. like Elijah Wood. Um, they actually had, had quite a nice little date, I thought. And, you know, early in the episode, they were talking with Sharon and, you know, it's clear David and Chloe had some chemistry there. And uh, again, they, I still say they're all fucking promiscuous. If it wasn't wasn't for the show, they'd have fucked already. Um but yeah, I, th- I thought the date was okay. I thought thought they were taking a bit of a chance with the old uh, uh, putting the strawberry in the mouth, you know, and uh, getting really yeah. close there. But apparently they didn't touch, so it was all okay. But not sure it came off that well. No, no. <laughs> but I can see these two kind of developing that connection. They could be. I mean, let's look, look at the way I've changed in the space of an episode, Dave. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I might be all saying about, oh, what a great great couple they are, really nice people. They might be. And again, we've got to sort of take a step back and say, editing always plays a part on telling these stories, don't we? I mean, if anything's taught us anything of this Love is Blind run we did a few weeks ago, was there was three other couples that got engaged and they were like, no, we don't need you. So... It could be anything going on. The one thing they haven't explained, and that's why I think the intrigue is there about watching it, is how people, if any, get voted off or are they in for the duration? Because we know that there's possibly going to be a couple of extra additions in there to the actual house. So that that could yeah. spice it up a little bit. But we haven't been told anything, which again, like I say, I absolutely love. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think now. It was last night we watched it, but... Didn't they? Didn't they show a preview? I thought they showed a preview of some, you know, like three new people coming in or something. That yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think there is two or three coming in. <laughs> We're fucking right on the money today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure I remember seeing that there's three new people going to come in and, uh, you know, can spice things up a bit. I don't know. It looks like, basically, they've taken the Love Island formula and just added this extra twist on it. Um, So, yeah, it just seems to be they're they're doing pretty much the same thing. You know, they're adding in new people. They may get voted out. But I I guess the big difference with Love Island is there's no kind of voting from the public, is there? All the episodes are there. Yeah. 
yeah. the only thing that's stopping us is is ourselves because we want to make sure we watch one and then record and so um yeah uh, let's let's see where it goes i guess well, it's in, 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 interesting, though, Dave, if we just slightly move off, not from the actual show, but the idea that Netflix has all of a sudden commissioned two reality shows, you know, within the same sort of ballpark, very Love Island-esque, but Netflix is a juggernaut on its own. I mean, look at Tiger King and like Making a Murderer, things like that that have come out purely from Netflix. Absolutely phenomenal documentary series that have just taken and swept the world by side, whether the Tiger King would have if it hadn't been locked down, I'm not sure. But hitting that thing at the right spot and hitting that gold and, and you know, is a really, really clever thing. The fact that, like you've said, these are a self-contained series with no interaction with the audience a la Love Island or The Circle or The Bachelor or mm-hmm. whatever. You've got... There's no interaction and no sort of anticipation of going, oh, God, I can't wait till I'm going to vote that bastard off or this couple off. You haven't got that. However, it still grabs you. And and I, I find that it, it, they this may be the format going forward. I'm not sure. But I am enjoying the fact that they've, they've put the hat into the ring. Whether Prime does at some point, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I... I think Netflix have to think what their next move is, don't they? Because you've got Disney Plus coming out. You know, there's talk of uh, Warner Brothers wanted to release their own streaming service, I think. You've got Hulu. So, you know, Netflix kind of have to think, what are they going to do? What is their niche going to continue to be? And I saw, you know, on on the Netflix Twitter you know, so many people are like, fucking hell, Netflix, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, developing trash shit like this. <laughs> you, you know how it is. We, we get it all the time, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing the Love Island stuff. But um, yeah, so it will be interesting what they do. The thing I like about Netflix in general is they don't try and make just any TV shows for the masses. They have these little, you know, segments, these little groups that they try and target. So they know that, you know, there's going to be lots of Netflix subscribers that are into this kind of reality TV. Um, So, yeah, let's develop a show for it. So, no, I think it's great. I just, Chris, I just need Temptation Island Season 3 to come out. (laughs) I'm with you on that. I can't wait for us to review it as well, Dave, because the first two series are just fucking mega for me. They're brilliant. Yeah, I've got a little bit of the reunion, or the last episode, sorry, um, of Season 1 to watch. And uh, yeah, I, I need to do that today. <laughs> well, we'll put it this way, Dave. I'm going to watch Two What to Handle after this. And I, like an idiot, I wanted to check on some of the cast members of Married to Medicine that I've been raving about. And I ended up going really in front dinner like a dick. And Sam didn't want to know. So we were on season three. We're now on season five. We've gone through a full oh, season this God. week of 18. <laughs> last night, we even had family quizzes. But I think last night, we probably watched about four. And I'm, there's a point where something really bad happens to one of the couples. And I'm like, I've known for like nearly 10 days. And I'm like, oh, hey, my hurry word. Up. So I'm, hurry up. And then Sam's going, is this it? And I went, so we ended up watching season four. Then we watched the two reunion episodes last night. It got to midnight. And you know me, Dave, I'm up at half three for work usually. It's not, yeah. you know, I know I'm locked down and working from home, so I'm, I am up slightly later, but I'm usually up in bed for like half nine and gone 10 o'clock at the latest. And I'm like, and it was like one o'clock. And I'm like, we've got to watch episode five, episode one of season five. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then we're like, oh, and then we're like, 
need so much better the other one. We watched half of this. I think it got to about, I might be like about half one. And we were still watching. I was like, we need to turn this shit off. We're going to be here all night. So, you know, I'm watching that all afternoon, Dave, as well. But yeah, it, it, reality TV has a lot to fucking say in our household. And it's ridiculous that we're so engrossed in it, both of us. Yeah, so absolutely. Episode three are too hot to handle next. And then... Uh finish off the last bit of Temptation Island, I think, and then I think we'll probably switch to a movie, I reckon. Probably for our VHS Strikes Back, probably probably watch that with Jade again. Yeah. I've introduced her to some fucking awful movies over the last three weeks, and um, I, I think we deserve to watch a decent one for a change. I've, I've picked a decent <laughs> one this week, Anna, so we should be a bit better. You should be in a good books, hopefully. Yeah, so and, and I've not seen it. So you know, if it, I know some of our listeners listen to that podcast as well, so that's the, uh, we're going to do Beverly Hills Cop this week, and I haven't watched it for years, but I remember absolutely loving it. So I just hope that it really stands up. And um, yeah, so and then I'm going to be scratching around because uh, I mean the batch, uh, sorry, Bachelor, listen to your heart comes out later today but that's us time so it'd be too late so it'd be tomorrow so yeah still got a, still got plenty of tv to watch chris <laughs> yeah plenty. And, and i i started like wolverine yesterday on disney plus i love that origin one i know people don't like it i love that one i started about half an hour in but i'd say what has consumed my life day as well as married to medicine and you know i'm a massive game man. i always talk about this but Jordan, my daughter, my brothers, because he's low. I'm the oldest of nine brothers and sisters, you know. So, like, my youngest sister's only 21 this year. She's a year older than Jordan. And we're all gamers. My dad is. My mum's the only one, I think, in the family who's not a gamer. Everyone else is gamers. My dad still plays Call of Duty every day, religiously, cod for. It's ridiculous. And I've got into playing Grand Theft Auto online. Now, this game's been out since 2013. It was out on the 360 PS3. I've had it on them two consoles. I've got it on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. <laughs> and I've started playing it, and it's consuming my life, Dave. I've literally, I've, before we recording, I'm doing missions. I'm doing, I was up early this morning to do these <laughs> missions. And I've not been like this for ages. I play game, I game every day. I'm a massive online gamer. And I don't know what it is, but this is just ridiculous. This lockdown, I'm gonna, I've, I've really got to start training again, even though we, I can't do anything with my shoulder because I'm, I'm doing bits and I've cycled this morning and that, but I'm like, I'm going to come out of this looking like a fucking whale if I'm not fucking careful. All this hard work and training for years is going to be undone on this lockdown. I just need to. <laughs> yeah. just fucking sat down more than I've ever been and I'm trying my best to get out, but it's fucking hard work. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but again, I think... It's just an exceptional time, isn't it? With yeah. with everyone being on lockdown, I I don't think any of us, you know, people listening out there, don't don't stress too much about just you know, just do what makes you happy. Yeah, I think you know, yeah. and and so I think then we'll we'll get through it, and you know, normal life will resume. I'm I'm sure. Exactly. And and to be honest, Dave, the one thing I can't do that makes me happy because I'm sharing an house with two people 24 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. 7. <laughs> just had that last bit of yeah, yeah. episode two on, on repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, if we were on the fucking lockdown, if I was on the lockdown, I'd definitely be able to abstain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, let's move on. Chris's quickly. happy time. Yeah, yeah. Chris is on for the hundred grand. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> right. So, if you want to contact us, guys, at Love Island Cast on Twitter, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And I say it every episode. If you can, please, and you've got a bit of time, just drop me and Dave a review on the show, and it just helps us grow and gets us out there to more people. So, Dave, thank you so much. It's almost felt like a confessional this last five minutes. So, I really appreciate it. It's like a big weight's been lifted off my shoulders, if not off my balls. But anyway, Dave, let's <laughs> let's go peacefully and watch the third episode of Do What I Handle. Speak to you tomorrow. All we've got to do is just keep our pants on.